0: Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women. Each week we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, board-certified women's health coach, alternative medicine practitioner, retired chiropractor, wife, mom, and entrepreneur. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. I'm your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and today is episode 98. We are rounding up pretty quick to episode 100, so there's going to be some fun stuff coming out for that one. I'm um, pre-planning already. However, today I wanted to talk about something that I've been tired of and that has recently kind of ramped up again, and that is this whole conversation around COVID, the Delta variant, COVID vaccines, forced vaccination in your workplace, and various things. So I want to preface what i'm going to share and say about this with i am not a medical doctor this is not medical advice what i am trying to do on this show is just provide you with insight with tools with thoughtful moments to just help you progress and move forward because a lot of times when we stay stuck in doing the same thing over and over again or in doing what everyone else says we should do it doesn't progress us forward so in no way am i giving you any advice around whether or not you should get a vaccine, or am I judging you based on whether or not you've gotten one, or any of that stuff. I'm really trying to just provide you with some factual info and some thought-provoking ideas to take with you and, you know, really just determine what's best for you and for your family as we move into kind of this I hate the term unprecedented, but (laughs) unprecedented times that we continue to be living in with this whole coronavirus and everything that keeps coming with it. And so today, as I'm recording this, today is the first day Pfizer was announced to have their vaccine approved. And, you know, I've also experienced, I've I've been more aware of this recently, a lot of my clients and patients have actually been coming, you know, former chiropractic patients have been coming down with COVID and because they know that I had it earlier this year, have been reaching out and just kind of looking for advice. So some of this is around, you know, sharing once again what I did to and what I would choose to do, you know, if we happen to get it again, because apparently it's not a one-time deal. And just giving you some things to think about, because ultimately, and here's the thing, I know we have, we actually have listeners all over the world at this point. There's people who listen in India and like other countries, um, the UK and, and kind of all over the place. So, you know, I'm speaking specifically to North, North America, but in this day and age, less so in Canada right now, but in the United States, we have the ability to like choose what happens with our health, right? That's one of the amazing things things and amazing freedoms that I am very passionate about maintaining, not necessarily because I lean any which way politically or any of that. To me, it's not a political thing. It's that, you know, we should have control over knowing what's best for our bodies because ultimately we do. Are there times where we need help? And are there times when we need Western medicine? And do we have some amazing tools in that industry? Absolutely. And are there times when we really maybe know best what our bodies need and and where we're at ourselves. Absolutely. And so this is, you know, for those of you that are maybe feeling scared or pressured or not really know what to do or don't know what to think about this whole thing, because I'll be honest, even after having had COVID and, you know, I still haven't gotten vaccinated. I, and I'm going to share, you know, just my, my opinion, this is no way advice for you, but my opinion, just to help you process your own thoughts around it. You know, I, I, still don't really know what to think about it. <laughs> to be honest, it's a strange disease. It's or virus, whatever it is. You know, I was the healthiest I've ever been when I've got it, gotten it. and all of the stuff that I knew to do, you know, really didn't help me recover any faster. In fact, I turned into a long hauler and it's like, well, why did that happen versus, you know, my husband had it for like four days. So there's so much that's just unknown. And I think the biggest thing is like we have to attach to our truth and our beliefs and not, really allow ourselves to be swayed from the fact that we know best what is right for us and our bodies. And I know those of you listening in other countries, like this might not be an option to you. So just kind of take this for whatever it is and, you know, process it in whatever way you can. I don't know enough about internationally what's going on to um really speak into that. But you know, at least in the United States, as of right now, although a lot of places are trying to do away with it, we have a choice. And so inside of that, there's a difference between, you know, digging your heels in the sand and saying I'm not getting vaccinated and you know a lot of people can look at it as like being socially uh inconsiderate I guess would be the the word that we could use there but there's also a way to do it proactively you know there's a lot it's not like the vaccine is the only option you have to really help protect yourself from COVID or from coronavirus and honestly like I, it seems like the vaccines aren't necessarily doing that hundred percent, even though Pfizer now has um, been approved. So, you know, some of the things that I've done, some of the other options out there, let's just say that we're going to share that on this episode are, you know, ivermectin is something that I finally found towards the end of my COVID long hauler experience. And I wish I'd known about it earlier. If you haven't heard about it, I, you know, I don't, I'm not a medical doctor, so I'm not going to give you medical advice around a drug, but you can look at, it's called the FLCCC, three C's. If you Google that, you'll get on their website and they actually have a ton of research that is super interesting about ivermectin. They've developed protocols around how to handle, you know, preventatively. Like you can take ivermectin once a week and it's just about as effective as the vaccine in terms of preventing you from getting it or getting really sick when you do. When you first get COVID, if you start it right away, it can help keep you from developing long-term symptoms or being really sick or ending up in the hospital. If you, you know, take it at the end, it's helpful there too. There's like all these benefits to ivermectin. It's also a super cheap drug. So nobody cares because there's no money to be made. I'm just keeping it real here. This is not, not news. If there's not a ton of money in it, it tends not to get pushed by lobbyists or by, you know, the media because nobody's making a bunch of money off of it. So just know that's that's one of the things that's out there that's really helpful. You know, there's the usual things like take your vitamin D and eat well, keep your inflammation down, get your sleep. All of these things are necessary for your immune, fish to, immune system and your body to function. And this is regardless of whether or not you choose to get vaccinated. I don't want to piss anyone off with this episode. You know, I'm not here to step on any toes. I'm not here to push any beliefs any which way but i i've had a significant number of clients ask me about you know the vaccine about kind of be feeling forced like there's there's this pressure coming on like new york state new york city is just you know made you kind of a second class citizen if you haven't gotten a vaccine you can't go inside anywhere basically or eat meals or you know we just had a foo fighter the foo fighters came up to fairbanks and a week before they either wanted everyone tested before they went or to have a vaccine card. So, like this, this thing is, you know, it's coming. And I, rather than having people feel disempowered, because that's how I would feel, I'm really trying to find the positive and I guess the silver lining inside of there with whatever choice you make. So, and I know a lot of, you know, workplaces are starting to set deadlines for people to be be vaccinated, especially with this FDA approval for the Pfizer vaccine now. So regardless of what situation you are in, there are, you know, ways to be proactive with your health. There are always ways to be proactive with your health. We talk about a lot of them on this show. So it's things like making sure you're eating lots of vegetables and not eating a lot of sugar, not stress eating, not staying up super late, worrying about, you know, The Delta variant or whatever's happening at work or any, you know, making sure you're getting quality sleep, making sure you're moving your body. All of these things are going to help you in the long run to whether it's fight off COVID or help your body detox from getting the vaccine. Because let's be honest, there's stuff in the vaccine that our bodies are not you know are not good for us we'll just put it that way they are toxic i just did an interview this morning that won't be out for a couple of weeks but i'm going to kind of paraphrase some of it because it's really applicable to today and what we're talking about and just kind of what we're dealing with in the environment right now of politics and health and where we're at and you know she's a chemical engineer actually who had her own crash from toxic overload and has since developed all of these different gizmos is what she calls them, but to help you know us detoxify our, our homes, our environments and our bodies so that we can be as healthy as we possibly can be because we're always going to have stuff bombarding us. There's always stuff we can't control. This vaccine might be one of them. But one of the you know most profound things that she said and shared was coffee enemas are actually a, a credible way to help either you know keep your immune system functioning well, but also help you detox from getting a vaccine any vaccine, we'll, you know, we'll just keep it general, any vaccine. This is probably going to get dinged on YouTube, but that's okay. And the reason why that is, is when you really get the coffee in there, well, and there's, there's a lot that goes into this. You can't just use like Folgers or, you know, it has a lot of crap in it already. You need to find coffee that that's clean and, and really, you know, going to be helpful for you. But when you get the coffee, In where it's supposed to go, which is basically to the liver bile duct, it actually increases your glutathione production by 600%. And glutathione is one of the things that we need to really help detoxify the body. And when you do that, your body is able to eliminate and get rid of all this stuff so much more effectively and efficiently than it would otherwise. And so as part of this episode, I'm actually, I've put together a coffee enema, (laughs) explanation and just you know walk you through the steps where you can get the stuff to do it um you know how you would go about making the solution and all that and that is available if you want it you have to send me an email dr alex at emergentwomenih.com um and I will send it to you but you know this is one of the tools that we have that can help you you know deal with this another thing that not a lot of people are aware of or if they're aware of it they're not sure how they feel about it is in most states there's a couple like Michigan and California I think are two that have gone to where you can't do this anymore but that in most states there is a thing called a religious exemption for vaccines some people aren't comfortable using it because they don't feel like they're making a religious decision personally it's what i use with my son for, so he can go to school because i you know based on his health history i didn't feel comfortable giving him vaccines so we haven't done that I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm a let's make a lot of more transparency in the vaccine industry and have them actually be tested and safe parents. So that's that's where I'm coming from with that. But that is another option that ideally, you know, will hopefully apply in most companies. I know my husband's organization, he's high up the food chain, but they've been discussing doing the mandated vaccines and He's actually fairly liberal and has been vaccinated himself. But, you know, his his whole comment was from the lawyers that they said, you know, people can still use the religious exemption. And so his argument is, well, then why do we mandate it if they can do that? Like we're just forcing people to, you know, do something one way or the other. So just know that that's another option that's available to you. So those coffee animus you have (laughs) have a religious exemption available, you know in most places not all the all, all over and i've i've heard that some organizations especially hospitals are making it so you can only get out of it with a actual medical exemption and i'll just share a little of my own story you know and kind of leading you down a road of just thinking i i just want people to think you know we we so often just follow the herd and don't question What's going on? And there's a lot of examples in history, especially around our health and around wellness, where that really backfired. Or, you know, like the time they gave a bunch of pregnant women a drug that actually caused huge birth defects and kids with like missing limbs and all of this stuff. This is back in the 60s. Like we've done some dumb stuff. And you have to really be aware and make educated decisions around, you know, what you're going to do with your health and your life and your choices. Because like I said, at least in the United States, we have a choice about it. So my own story, you know, I was actually vaccine injured when I was in middle school. We didn't know that at the time. I didn't figure that out until I was in an advanced immunology class in my pediatric certification a couple of years ago. And it just all made sense, you know, and it wasn't that the vaccine was bad or wrong or, you know, the I should never have had any or any of that. I had a sequela of things happen. I was born cesarean, so I missed getting that introduction of good you know, gut flora from my mom from going down the vaginal canal. That's where we get our initial microbiome is from coming down the, the vaginal canal. I we didn't eat well for whatever reason. My parents eat very well now, but you know I drank Coke and I ate at Burger King and I had like all the sugar and all the I mean we had Spaghettios and all the the stuff. I recently told my husband this and he was like, "Where's that wife?" I'm like, "Oh, she's never coming back, dear." But you know we we did all that. We had a lot of environmental exposure. We probably had mold in our house. We had all of these things, and so by the time I was 12 and got to the point where I had that shot to boost my MMR measles, mumps, and rubella it just set my system totally overboard. And so I developed asthma and allergies and eczema. And the thing that finally tipped the scale was that vaccine. And so you just have to be aware and thinking about this, whether it's for you, for your kids. I know they're starting to push, you know, maybe doing some of these vaccines with kids is, you know, looking at how much toxic stimulation have you had up to this point in your life? And where are you on that line? Are you already pushed past and over into having too much toxic exposure to where you know you have some autoimmune conditions or your skin's a mess or your gut health is off. Or If you have any of that going on, I would approach it warily and I would really do you know some prep work to make sure that your body's in a really good place to process it. Because I know people who have been totally fine from the vaccine and I know people who have been super sick. For example, a woman I know really well, I work with her in my doTERRA business. She um had a, a bad reaction to an antibiotic years ago and was actually like in a wheelchair and and had this huge long road of recovery. And she got the vaccine a couple of weeks ago because her, you know, it was the only way she's going to see her dad. So that that swayed her decision on that. And she's been super sick ever since and, you know, vomiting and fever and had a really bad reaction to the vaccine. She's someone that, you know, she'd finally reduced her toxic load enough, but her body still has those stressors and those things that hadn't fully healed and that pushed her over the edge so you just have to be aware it's you know we it drives me crazy because especially western medicine vaccine industry any you know it's there's not it's not talked about a lot what the side effects actually are you have to ask in order to get any of that information and as this is true of kids shots of of this vaccine of all of this stuff so we just have to be aware of where we're at with our health, with our life, with all of that, and, you know, really be proactive in just getting ourselves in the best condition possible. You know, whether you choose to get vaccinated or choose not to, you know, there's still a threat from, well, a threat, what a, a chance that you could get COVID, it sounds like, regardless. And so just really, you know, being as proactive as you can so that you don't end up getting super sick or having a really bad experience with COVID. Hopefully this, you know, makes sense. Helps, helps serve you. Just gives you a different perspective. I feel like we're just being bombarded with get vaccinated. It's totally safe. Bah, 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 bah. And it's not like it's, you know, you don't know if you're going to have a reaction. I know people who have, I know people who haven't. I, often find that there's not a lot of transparency in the literature and in the stuff that is published around vaccines. And there's not a lot of education of medical professionals who give vaccines. And so they don't even question it. They're just taught that, yeah, they're safe, they're cool. And the reality is, you know, we have these, it's always been a bit suspect how little vaccines and things are tested. It's always been a little suspect to me that you can't actually go after the vaccine company, if, you know, if you have an adverse re- reaction, the VAERS reporting agency, which is the Vaccine Adverse um, Reaction, something or other, but it's where they report that. You A doctor actually has to have to report that. And so they estimate that only about 1% of vaccine injuries are actually reported to that. And, you know, there's just a lot of gray area around all of this that makes me wary we shall say you know if if there was transparency if there wasn't a bunch of money being made if there if there like people were having real honest conversations about what are some of the side effects and you know is this the right decision for me if there wasn't pressure and all this stuff to and i understand we're you know we're trying to combat something that we've never seen before and so ultimately the choice lies with you i'm just trying to give you a little insight into a not I don't want to say crazy, but there there are people who take this side of the the trail too far and there's others who take, you know, there's there's extremes on both sides. And so I'm trying to bring some sort of neutral ground, but just get you to think. And, you know, if you've either already gotten it or are planning to, or any of that, you know, some of this stuff, like making sure your body is just ready and reducing your toxic load and doing something like coffee enema, which you can do daily, I'm going to, again, share that information with all of you if you want it just send me an email and we'll we'll send you the link to download it but all of that is you know going to help support your body regardless of what you do and what choice you make and make you healthier and you know your body more capable of dealing with whatever comes at it because ultimately this is about it's not about that you never get sick you know that's not the definition of health the definition of health is like how well are Multiple areas of your life working, not just your physical health, but your mental health, your emotional health, your your spiritual health, your um, there's seven of your financial health, your relational health, all of those, you know, your sense of community. It's how well is all of that working so that your body's the best equipped it possibly can be to not get sick. I hope I didn't upset anyone with any of this. You know, take or leave it with a grain of salt. I'm just here to. Help you think if you're in that camp of feeling pressured and frustrated, and you know not knowing what to do. There's some options of things that you have available to you. Ultimately, it's your decision, at least for now. (laughs) And on the day it's not, we still have some tools and you know things that we can utilize to help reduce the impact that being exposed to toxic stuff has, because that's just the reality of of what it is. So I hope this serves you. We will be back next week. This solo show is going to be episode 100 which I've got all kinds of stuff planned for. So you definitely don't want to miss that. It's a big milestone and I'm super excited about it. And with that, we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high-performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information, and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I will select one lucky subscriber to receive a special impeccable health sample kit for me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me at www.emergentwomenih.com for even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.